say Galentines. Should we start with some ASMR? This Ready? week's episode is sponsored by Born Rosé. Only joking. We wish. Welcome back Welcome. to the penthouse. Welcome back to the penthouse. We've got a couple of Born Rosé Barcelonas. These are actually cans, which are great for nights like this when if you like live alone or if you ever fancy a glass of wine by yourself, especially rosé, and you don't want to have to open a whole bottle because it's just annoying when you have to open a whole bottle and then you, like nine times out of ten, are not going to drink a whole bottle by yourself on a Tuesday evening. I mean, unless you are, and if you are, like no judgment. No judgment. Absolutely no judgment. But for tonight, I think we just kind of wanted the one glass. Should we do the honours? Let's do the honours. I nearly totally missed my glass then because my microphone's in the way I can't see. Oh, how much? The ice always makes it look less. I know. More. But... So like a can will do you like two like smallish glass, like two cute little small glasses, would you say? You could probably fill the glass up without the ice. Cheers. Cheers. Ding. We can't reach. Our sofa's so big. Oh, I haven't had rosé in a long time. Neither have I. Really long time. Months. Christmas. Don't think I've had rosé since... Did we even have rosé on Christmas? I don't think we did. I haven't had rosé in about two months, I wouldn't say. That sounded like um, AirPods. <laughs> that sounded like AirPods dying. Really? I know you won't know what that sounds like. It's like... Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> I'm a wired earphone gal. She's a very spring-summer drink. And we are fast approaching spring so uk springtime starts on the 20th of march this year also today like it was a really beautiful sunny day and it felt like when i was out i was in the sun it was warm like it felt like spring was approaching balmy the sunsets change i wouldn't say summer. i wouldn't say balmy actually it looked okay well it looked balmy it looked like hazy hazy like yes. warm like the sunsets look different in in spring summer than they do in winter yeah for sure for and sure yeah when well. I was walking home from work yesterday walking from work like I walk home from work <laughs> walking back from the car I was like I didn't have my coat on up it was unzipped I was free definitely there wasn't like a bit cold, there was no br- no cold like wind yeah yeah so excited so excited I was even thinking about it today because I was like oh I need to get my nails done and I was like I always go for like a lilac-y purple for like March because it's feel like it's very spring appropriate and I loved my lilac nails that I had last year and I had like little daisies on them I don't know if you remember I think they were like little daisies like little yellow with white and they were like really lovely like pastel lilac and I just think so nice i went through a real lilac phase lilac i actually love lilac like i think it's a really underrated color yeah especially on your nails it looks so pretty my emotional support water bottle was actually lilac for a while see i change the color up when i get a new one every year dependent on your vibe that Mm. that month or that those few months yeah yeah i was actually looking through my photos the other day i found a bunch of photos i did and i was wearing like this purple set because i bought a fendi bandana off vestiaire that vestiaire collective no no it was so i literally have worn it like once but it was that time where bandanas were really in oh bandanas come back around every year i reckon and I got it from you mean like a scarf you mean like a a head scarf scarf. yeah yeah yeah. love like authentic Fendi really quite cheap I remember anyway is it purple it's white and then it has a purple like rim cute and I had that and then this little purple set and then my purple bottle and I think I had purple nails and I was just really loving it in your purple era it feels quite calming it's quite a I think it's a very like happy just like energy like positive color lilac purple Mm. it's not a color I often reach for but do you remember I had that purple lounge um sweatshirt yeah and it was actually really nice and actually whenever I wore it I actually thought I quite see purple it's very gender neutral as well very gender neutral like joe has a really nice purple shirt that he wears to work and i say i think purple's your color and he's like mm. but it is it's i think it, it yeah. goes well with a lot of skin tones as yeah. well it's a good one 
It's officially been a year since we moved into the flat. You mean the penthouse? Yes, sorry, the penthouse. We kind of thought it was about time to share our journey. What it's really like living with your sister. Navigating life in your 20s. And all of our views in between. Our views from from the penthouse. (laughs) So happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Although I was thinking about this, I was listening to the podcast the other day and we always say happy Tuesday, but that would really annoy me if I wasn't listening on a Tuesday. Yeah, I know what you mean, but like it is Tuesday for us. So like it is happy Tuesday and the episodes come out on a Tuesday. So realistically, if you're like a true fan, (laughs) if you're a true penter, a true tenant, then... Sort of a punter, a penter. You'd be listening on a Tuesday. So once upon a time, we did decide that we were going to do an outfit of the pod, OOTP each week and... Think we did it once i think it kind of just got lost so we're bringing it back we're bringing it back ootp outfit of the pod let's jump straight in amy go you want me to go first okay well i actually bought this today i went shopping i didn't really mean to go shopping but you know give a girl the right pair of shoes and she can take on the world so popped to westfield i had a few things i need to exchange didn't really manage to exchange any of them it's like that typical like go shopping have like one thing on my list to do come out with like seven new things so popped into zara because i bought these jeans really liked them but i bought them in a size four because they were only paired there and i hadn't tried them on and then i got home and i tried them on and like they were fine but it was like couldn't breathe like couldn't eat couldn't move like but they they looked good but like couldn't do anything in them and I really like them so I went back to try and find them in the size six couldn't find them so I guess they're just like sold out or something the point is I bought some things I came out with the shopping bag which I didn't need so I bought this little cardi it's just like a gray for anyone that doesn't watch the vids or doesn't watch the youtube it's just like a dark kind of like a dark gray very sort of thick knit kind of like I would say it's giving ballet and I'd say my whole outfit's giving like I'm going to ballet for sure and, and that's very in at the moment loads of people I've seen on like TikTok and Instagram are bringing back ballet as like adults like they're going they're rejoining like ballet classes and relearning ballet as an adult which I think is quite cute actually someone I work with a friend at work she does ballet she goes to ballet yeah I think it's quite a sweet idea and so the ballet sort of era the ballet style is really in at the moment so I feel like that's where this vibe has come from so I'm literally just wearing like a white like racer top tank top thing which is from Abercrombie and Fitch Hannah and I both have it and I have to say Abercrombie and Fitch I have one that looks exactly the same but it's from Zara oh yeah I thought yours was Abercrombie and Fitch don't talk to you about Abercrombie and Fitch it's the one that got stolen the one, it wasn't that but honestly i'm just i'm scarred from <laughs> from that experience i was honestly so upset anyway that's the story for another day but basically abercrombie and fitch have the best basics like they i would say they're slightly pricier than like your h&m and stuff like that and don't get me wrong h&m basics are like great i love h&m as well actually I love loads of places for basics. When I say basics, I mean like your t-shirts, your singlets, your like bodysuits, your just like your everyday what you wear. Like I live Plain. in stuff like that. Like that's all I wear. And Abercrombie and Fitch have such amazing ones in at the moment. They've got like the Skims dupes, like t-shirts, bodysuits. They've got like these singlets. Like I'm obsessed with grey at the moment, and they've got like loads of really nice different shape like grey singlets and vests and stuff which I just I love grey at the moment this is a bit of darker grey you were literally like the other day I'm not really one for grey I know I'm obsessed I bought a grey jumper from um, Zara as well grey like sweatshirt very Princess Diana it's like grey with like red writing it's really nice and not giving spring Amy I know not giving spring honestly Abercrombie and Fitch have come they've really done a, a long whole way. 180 yeah but did you watch the documentary no because it was like Abercrombie used to be this preppy all-american you know only for people of a certain size a certain figure all the models it was just like abs men's abs yeah on tall, like blonde models and it was basically it was a whole controversy really good documentary about it all but then at the end it's like it shows how it's really done a 180 and brought itself back and it has honestly half of the things well all of the things in there really if you told me it was Abercrombie and Fitch, I wouldn't believe you. No, I know. They have such amazing things in at the moment. They've done a very good job with, like, 
having like a rebrand and bringing it back they don't have any of the obvious branding on their stuff anymore they do a little bit they still have their like antler or like whatever their logo is what is it like a little deer head or is that abercrombie isn't that all saints a lot of them have very similar things. It's very similar to All Saints. They still have t-shirts with that. And actually, I saw today, they have the, you know, the grey zip-up that I have. Um, they have loads of them, but they say Abercrombie and Fitch along them, which is quite annoying. They're really nice, but they do have a few things that still have, like, the logos and stuff on. But it's a lot more subtle and it's a lot less, like, in your face. Yeah, because they, they went through a stage of, again, this is on the documentary of these graphic tees that had very weird slogans and things on them and images which were like in poor taste kind of thing and yeah a lot of people wouldn't want to I mean a lot of people did want to wear Abercrombie Fitch because you looked like a certain type of person we were obsessed with it and Hollister do you remember I was more Hollister yeah Hollister Hollister was more in in the UK it was more Hollister when they got the big Hollister in Kingston I remember we used to go with dad like every weekend every other weekend when we'd go to dad's we'd go to Hollister I remember when they opened the first one in Westfield and we went and I queued you queued yeah. All the way down, all the way oh, through Westfield. There was always queues and to get into Abercrombie. They have or the Hollister. fit guys standing there, and you get like pit- you get like pictures with them. Yeah. Do you remember? And then you go in, you can't see anything because it's pitch black. Yeah, so dark, and it would always smell of like their perfume. Oh, who didn't have Hollister spray like in their pee bag? You know, I had the VTech version of like the Charlie spray, and then people had the really nice Hollister. I went obviously went to Westfield today, which is when I bought obviously the top, and they have a massive empty store with all the sephora branding so it is coming to westfield my god white city sephora is just going to take over though from look fantastic beauty bay all these places that are just online like space nk as well probably going to struggle well i don't know because they might not have necessarily the same brands yeah but what i'm saying is these online only stores when some people they just need to go in and color match their foundation Do you know it what is I mean? hard it is tough buying stuff just online concealer i find quite difficult to yeah. buy online like boots and Superdrug are the only places really and they don't always do some of the higher end things or stuff well, no, like that. Well, no, you can go into like Debenhams, John Lewis, like um, House of Fraser, stuff like that. And they've got like the stools, like your yeah. Mac, they've got your hourglass, you've got, you know. But I mean, we've been waiting for Sephora to come to the UK for yeah, years, years, years and years. Oh, I love Sephora. I remember every time I go to Miami, I just buy like so much top up and all like my top. Sorry, anyway. Massively off topic. So what have you got in your bottom half, mate? I've got the sort of the 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 flared yoga pants that have come back into into fashion which i'm so happy about well i don't actually know if they ever left did they ever leave no not as a like a chill maybe they didn't leave but they've 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 suddenly become like it's the flared yoga pants sort of era now so comfy i used to love them i used to have the victoria's secret pair do you remember with the pink fold over and Mm -hmm. i would wear them when i say every day like every single day i loved them so much just something that's you know stretchy it's not um so comfortable it's not um restrictive restrictive and then the flare like it's really flattering really really flattering they look great on the bum and it's giving because i'm i've really got into such a deep playboy hole and it's like all they wear they wear all the juicy couture tracksuits they wear the flare joke pants like it's all they wear throughout like in the mansion in the house mm-hmm. and so like I'm watching it and it's like, kind of the same with the hills it was all the same like era it was all the same sort of generation like the 2000s and so I'm just really in my 2000 era well it all just comes back around doesn't it so I'm I'm off to ballet sure where are you did you to? ever do ballet I yeah. did ballet I did ballet I think I quit pretty soon pretty soon after starting I really liked ballet but I was a bit I was more of a gymnast Mm-hmm. I was really I was also our feet are too nice to be ruined by ballet because <laughs> isn't it like brutal yeah, yeah on your feet pretty, yeah they like, will never recover it's a nice thought when you you know you have tiny little girls in like tutus lovely but it's it's very like mentally it's very grueling like mentally physically yeah, yeah. if you're like a proper ballet ballet ballerina like some of the strongest people aren't yeah they? yeah oh god yeah you've got to be really strong because you've got to get up on like your one toe and like take your whole body weight and you've got to be really really fit 
just makes me think of black swan remember we were talking last week about the swan princess the film mm-hmm. you know that's based that story is the story of swan lake the ballet is it yeah in the day they're swans and at night she gets to become a human again and then she has to find her true love and then what is the story of the swan lake because didn't we see swan lake i've seen swan lake in in in, in the ballet yeah in the theater oh, no i've seen the, nut- the nutcracker I studied, I studied the Nutcracker. The Swan Lake for oh, fashion A-level. I did the Nutcracker for dance GCSE. I did the Nutcracker too, but I studied Swan Lake for my fashion A-level and I made, I, I had to design and make a whole like swan. It was so good. I remember it. Yeah, I re- I enjoyed that so much. And mum and I went and saw it. It was so good. But yeah, the Swan Princess, it's the story of the Swan Lake, basically. It's Odette. Okay, well, what are you wearing then? Well, I'm never as, like, fashionista as Amy. And I just love a comfy. You mean you're not off to the ballet? I'm not off to the ballet. As in, like, not the ballet, because I wouldn't wear this if I was off to the ballet, but I'm off to ballet class. So I'm very much a hoodie kind of gal. Like, it's going to be a lot of hoodies and a lot of sweatshirts over here, over on this side. Mm. I wear hoodies all the time. I wear sweatshirts all the time. That's all I wear. So don't try and take that. Wow. Okay. Actually, cute little story. Today is Valentine's Day. My boyfriend actually just popped over to just say happy Valentine's and just to see him quickly. And he got me a little gift. He actually got me two little gifts, but one was a complete joke. What was it? Or am I not allowed to know? No, no, no. It's... It's earbuds. To clean your ears? No, um, to like stop noise, reduce noise. Earplugs. Ear Earplugs. Not earbuds. Earplugs. Yeah. Because I really like, when I go to sleep, I really like to watch something or have some sort of noise. It helps me fall asleep. But Joe needs silence. Like he stays at mine a lot and it's just always an issue. Like I struggle to get to sleep without noise and he struggles to get sleep with noise so we kind of compromise but like as a nice gesture he's got some earplugs so I can listen to something. So he bought a Valentine's present for you for him? But it's for me so I can fall asleep nicely listening to something. It was kind of a joke. Yeah. Anyway he also got me this hoodie because he knows I love a hoodie and it's a pretty safe bet with me in terms of sizing as well like I like them quite oversized so didn't really matter what size he got. It is just a Zara number. It's oh, like a beige. What are Zara? Would you call it beige? Cream? No, I wouldn't call it beige. No? What would you call it? I would call it cream. Cream. That's the word I'm looking for. Or like a blush yellow. Yeah, it's thick. It's really soft on the inside. It's just your plain hoodie with your, your drawstring and your hood and your little pocket. And then I've literally just got... Can you see? Can you see? You can't see got blue jeans on vintage levi jeans that i actually got from camden market for 15 quid the best shop you'll ever go to in camden i I hope they still have it this summer i need to go i've never been every single thing is 15 pounds and they have all just rails and rails and rails of jeans jean shorts denim jackets oh i'd like some some nice vintage Levi denim shorts for summer, actually. And a denim jacket, actually. I'm pretty sure most of it is men's. These are men's. So they were, like, really good on the waist. So they're kind of... They're not very high-waisted. They're not, like, tight on my waist. I got a slightly bigger size. They're just, like, straight fit. Pretty baggy. Pretty long. But that's the vibe I was going for. And honestly, they are my favourite jeans. They're, like, the only jeans I wear. And, yeah, that's what I'm wearing. Outfit of the podcast. Hashtag OOTP. Have you had a good week? I've had an all right week. We actually went to an event together. Oh, yes. With We were very kindly invited to an event with Initio Perfumes. Initio Parfum Privés. They hosted an event at the Selfridges Cinema, the boutique cinema under Selfridges in London. I don't think it's under it. I think it's just in it. You go downstairs, don't you? And then it all, like, obviously all the screens go out. So it's definitely, it's definitely... No, because you walk... Lower ground floor. 
Yeah, but it's like in Selfridges because Selfridges has a lower ground. Because you know when you go in, you can mm. go, you can get into it from Selfridges, and then you just walk in on that level. Do you remember? Okay. Do you remember we went out into Selfridges? Scrap that. Anyway, really cute little cinema has a bar and everything, which we've actually been to before. I don't know if you can just go to the Selfridges cinema and just watch something. I don't know if they actually play just like your typical cinema stuff. Yeah, no, I don't think they do. It's more, it's not new releases. I think they just have like screenings of like random stuff, like brands and stuff or higher out screens or they'll play like specific thing. Like they might for like Valentine's Day, for example, play like an old romantic like love film and you can go, I don't know. I don't really know how it works. Maybe we should look that one up. Mm. They brought out a new line of perfumes. The Carnal Blends Collection carnal blends collection stunning we got to smell all of them they are so good obviously smell amazing but they're also so strong you only need like one spray would last you forever (laughs) so good so good yeah they're really really lovely perfumes and they're so strong as hannah said like the bottles last for so long because you literally need one maybe two sprays max if you're like me like i'm someone that's like i overload on perfume but it's like you actually really don't need mm. to do that. Like you honestly need one spray, two sprays max because it's such a strong smelling perfume and it just really stays on you. The oil in it must be like very strong because I think that's how you get like that strong smelling perfume is down to the oil. So yeah, they invited us to the event and we basically watched a film, very random old film called Eyes Wide Shut with them. Um, it was Nicole Kidman and tom cruise tom cruise they were absolute fetuses like baby faces (laughs) so so young it started off so normal and like really interesting and i've never heard of this film before no considering they're they're big actors and then as it went on it got weirder and weirder and weirder and you kind of felt like you were like you'd just gone mad you just gone loopy well the 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 point of the carnal blends collection is that it's meant to arouse certain emotion and certain sensations the fragrances are meant to be quite like dark and mysterious and sexy and like it's meant to arouse like that certain certain like parts of you and like make you feel like passion and like that's the kind of the point of the fragrances in the collection so they obviously picked this film because it was very like mysterious very quite eerie and quite dark and sexy had the same themes carried the same themes kind of thing yeah yeah i mean i really enjoyed it and to be honest some of the can we call them monologues that nicole kidman did some of her best work some of anyone's best work (laughs) it's not meant to be a comedy but hannah and i for some reason ended up getting the giggles and we were like naughty school children in the back row we were trying so hard not to laugh holding our nose because we were just creasing like tears streaming down our face we could not stop laughing at like not laughing because it was bad but just laughing because it was so like so relatable she was basically like stirred up this whole argument with her husband out of nothing about these and then women and then oh my god and then anything just... he said was wrong and she spun it completely spun it and we were just like that's me and that no, is no, literally it, was, me. it was about his job because he's a, he's like a doctor so she basically started <laughs> spinning this story about how he likes being a doctor because he gets to see like naked women and like she just started making up these stories about he how he gets his like dick out when he's like in the practice (laughs) they end up having like affairs and like just made up this whole story but it was just so like relatable when you know like when you've had a few drinks and you just like you manage to like twist things and start an argument and everything he said like he was doing such a good job he was like saying everything right but somehow she she was still managing to like pick things from it which is exactly what we do (laughs) and it was like then before bed and she was wearing like just a pair of pants and a tiny little red so like vulnerable and she was like sat on the floor like nipple you could see like her nipples and stuff so it was so like it was just so like real and it was honestly just brilliant but it was funny because the other day the other day um me and amy were actually sat here on the sofa watching tv and i think my boyfriend came came over (laughs) Uh, i think we were watching love island and it was about tanyelle and because she's like stunning or i think she's stunning anyway joe was like is that girl real like i'm guessing he meant has she had loads of work done or something like that or because she's got like she looks a bit like a brat stole maybe yeah she's so like pristine and like perfect and her skin is like flawless yeah he was like is that girl real and i went you think she's unreal (laughs) 
And I literally turned around, I was like, I was like, Hannah, you just totally twisted his words. <laughs> Obviously, I did it as a joke. I knew he didn't mean it like that, but that it was that kind of thing vibe. Yeah. It was just exactly a complete that. twist of the words. And that's why I think we found it so funny. Yeah. But yeah, uh, maybe we'll find the clip and like put it on our story. It or just, something. I just feel like it won't be that. Fu- like, I don't know why we found it so funny. It was great. Anyway, when we were at the event, they also had a tarot card reader there. So Hannah and I both had our tarot cards read, which is something I've always kind of wanted to do, but have never like booked it myself because it's just not really something like it's quite it's intimidating it's quite intimidating you're quite apprehensive to like go and just like put yourself in that situation but if it was being offered while we were there we were like oh yeah like we'll do it pretty intense but also like you're going to take it with a pinch of salt and we weren't going into it like we really believe in this and what she says is going to be 100% true like we knew it was a bit you know yeah but but we were before we went and had ours done there was obviously other people having theirs read before and like someone was like crying and I was looking at this woman thinking oh my like is this a good idea scared scared but I mean you just yeah I think it's one of those things where you we we were saying am I going to come out wanting to break up with my boyfriend if she says that you know you you're not you haven't found the right person or something because those sorts of things it will stick in your mind well originally when they told me about the tarot reader in the email they 100% said you can have your love tarot read so I assumed that it was going to be about and because it's like Valentine's Day and the perfumes are all about like sex like arousing like you know not not sexual feelings but like you know it was all very like sexy intimacy and like passion and all about that sort of stuff I thought that was why they had like a love tarot reader so I thought like I could be coming home single tonight like if she says you know he's not the one like you still haven't met your soulmate or like you you know he's gonna cheat on you or kill you in your sleep or like something like you just never know so like I thought I could be single soon so we were kind of like skirting around the line to have your reading and then it kind of came to our our turn i was like go on amy yeah i just jumped in the hot seat do you want to give a little brief of a little rundown of what was said so she started really strong she was like i'm getting such amazing energy from you like a really happy like positive like bright energy and i was like and then she went wrong no and then she (laughs) went and then she went but I'm sensing that was kind of when you were a bit younger, like in your sort of childhood or growing up. And like, you know, I feel that through the years and through the last, you know, how many years you've sort of lost that spark a little bit. And and I thought, shit, this is going to get deep now. She was like, I feel like as you get have got older, you're starting to worry more. She was like, she literally looked at me in the eyes and went, you worry too much. Stop worrying. <laughs> and I was nodding going, I do. I do okay. worry. <laughs> okay, yes, miss. She was like, you, you, you know, you overthink everything too much. You don't need to be overthinking stuff this much. And then I was like, she's a genius. She's psychic. I do do that. All quite vague and could apply to a lot of people, some might say. That's what I mean. I think it probably is a lot of stuff. Like anything she said, I probably could have said, oh, I have done that before. Or that has happened to me before. Or like, but she did say a few things to me that were quite specific. But yeah, I was going to say like, they a lot of the time they read your body language. And if you're leaning into something, they'll play off of that. Yeah. Something that she said to me, which I found, again, could relate kind of to anyone but it's something I always say she was like you are very very good at giving advice and you're always like the person that your friends will come to for advice and you know like you're very intuitive you have like a great um like sense of character like you can read people very well and whatever but you will never ever take your own advice and that's something you really need to work on because that's why you're worrying and overthinking and being like this because you don't take your own advice and I was like oh that's very true that one hit home I was like a bit taken aback and then quite probably the most interesting thing she said and it was a bit like a bit worrying when she first said it she was like is your dad still with us and I was like I hope so (laughs) I was like yeah yeah he is still with us and she was like okay she was like but um is he still quite emotionally unavailable and I was like oh god this is this is gonna start to get really deep now And she was like, you know, he's a really lovely man, but he, I think he doesn't really know how to communicate with you properly, especially because you're a woman. Like he, he finds it quite difficult to connect and stuff like this. And like, it was all just very like exactly how I would sort of explain 
our childhood and our relationship with our dad and how that has been throughout the years because we've we've never lived with him we've never you know we've spoken about that before but it was it was just very like very real very true Mm -hmm. and I was sort of sat there like and it's a bit more it's not as relatable as some other things no like it is more hitting the nail on the head rather than grasping at straws yeah yeah I won't go into it too much but that that was sort of like the the you know the gist of what she was saying and I was just like oh gosh that is like that is quite deep that is Mm -hmm. something that is actually quite personal and she did manage to like pick that up somehow which was quite interesting it's strange because they put like she puts a bunch of cards down I think she only reads off a few of them or she like gets the general consensus so for me one of the ones that was put down was teach I, I didn't really look at my cards as to see like what they looked like I think I was quite nervous like mm. I didn't want to like look at stuff too much and zone like do you know what I mean they were quite um like if you didn't know what they meant then you wouldn't know what they meant some of them I just recognized one that said teach on mine and she said to me you're meant to be doing something to do with teaching or guiding or something like that she was like do you do any of that in your job and I was like well I guess I train people but she was like I don't think that's where your strengths are like you're meant to be teaching people but not in that sort of sense and not in that sort of um, environment she was like you're not happy with what you do in your job and you're meant to be doing something a lot more creative she was like you an influencer do you influence and I was like not really I was like I I dabble and I did in the past and stuff like that I do bits but I don't do it as a career kind of thing and she was like yeah you definitely I can see a big move whether it's a physical move or a like a career move that is gonna just change everything for you she's like I'm not telling you to set your job job off (laughs) because I'm sure a lot of people would be like okay I'm gonna quit my job now yeah it was very relatable to me like I don't feel like she was like, you kind of fell into it. And that is the exact way I describe it. Honestly, if you go back a few episodes and I talk about my job, that is how I describe it. I said, I fell into it because mm. of my university placement. I never expected to do pharmaceuticals. I never wanted to do pharmaceuticals. And now I'm just in it. But she was like, whatever you go into, you're very much, you should be guiding others and teaching others. I honestly just had in my head all those times on the podcast where you're like, I'm learning a lot. Very educational. Yeah. I'm one of those people where I ask questions. I'm like, why? Why is that like that? Why do you do? Because I'm curious about a lot of things. And then I kind of unsolicited unsolicited unsolicitedly give unsolicited give unsolicited information to people which they probably didn't need like when you're I'm that person when you're watching a movie I'm like that's not real or they talk about something to do with science it's like a sci-fi movie and I'm like oh god no but I'm like that's physically not possible (laughs) or like that's wrong it's actually I just so annoying I know I understand that but she knows every single thing no like science and space and biology no I don't at all far from it but I just you know I like to look things up when I don't know the Mm. answer and stuff like that anyway besides the point she asked me if I was a writer she's like so you're a writer I really wanted to be like I am (laughs) I was like no you got it wrong you're fake (laughs) you're a phony no I was like no she was like okay she was like so you don't write for a career she was like do you do you write anything else and I was like not really she was like you you should be writing you need to have like a way to get an outlet an outlet yeah to get things down on paper like you should be writing you should be penthouse diarying I should be penthouse diarying we are this is I would say this is an outlet this is kind of like writing but I'm just obviously speaking it and then she said that I was about to have some like really amazing few months I was gonna have like a really really great really happy like few months so I don't know what that means but I'm excited fuck I was meant to write it down I was listening to a podcast the other day and she said something that her therapist had said to her and it was very relatable to our podcasting so like apparently when you go to therapy it's literally the saying out loud to someone yeah is the therapy is it it makes such a difference yeah to the way you feel about things and helps and 
that is what, the way you see things and understand things and it, once you hear yourself say things out loud as well yeah. you sort of see it differently or and I think that's why like the podcast is therapy a form of therapy I know we were saying it the other day but it is like that for sure 100%. Oh, what is it that was, it was like I was meant to write the line down but anyway yeah well so I have now thought should I start writing a diary not like journaling not like really intensely but maybe just like each day just like say like oh Hannah and I recorded the podcast today it was quite funny or like just little things and then I would get used to it more and more maybe she was I mean we're completely just validating what she's saying but you vlog Mm. which is a, a video blog so blogging is exactly that yeah now you podcast it's not physically writing it, but it's getting your thoughts out. out. Yeah. In vlogs and in podcasts, it's exactly the same. I would say it's just more of a modern take on it. Yeah. She's a genius. She is psychic. Yeah. Okay, another thing I'm going to mention, which Amy's going to hate. She was like to me, are you with someone? And I I'm said, not going to hate it. No, no, but <laughs> let me just explain. And I was like, yeah. And it must have just been the way I said, yeah. I was obviously in my body language, in my expression. You could obviously tell that I was happy because she said, you found a soulmate. And I went, sorry, (laughs) because I genuinely didn't hear her very well. It was very loud. It was loud. And I thought I didn't want to come away from it and be like, oh, she said I found my soulmate and her to have actually said you haven't found a soulmate. (laughs) So I wanted clarification. So I went, sorry. And she was like, you found a soulmate. And I was like, obviously just beaming like so happy because I obviously do feel like that about my boyfriend and she was like I know you you always get to a certain stage with people where you start putting up a wall and you never let people cross that and I was like okay bang on the money and then she said you know you need to learn to completely trust this person and let them fully in because they're a soulmate blah 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 and to be honest yeah like I've never ever ever been like this with a guy Mm. I'm really fully let myself be myself and everything like that so that was nice to hear kind of thing I mean if it all goes wrong then I'm I'm gonna call her and I'm gonna be like sorry (laughs) but she didn't say he was your soulmate she just said you've met your soulmate so he could be floating around someone you've just met elsewhere you've met a soulmate you've met your soulmate but you're not with him but we're using it for everything (laughs) anything hannah does or says like we met joe after that event and we were like walking and like she like said something and got annoyed at him or something and i went hannah he's your soulmate you can't speak to him like that (laughs) and that's when i said well she said i met a soulmate not that i'm with a soulmate yeah so she said absolutely nothing about my love life absolutely nothing about frank so i didn't really know how to take that i didn't know if that was good or bad I guess it's just more she wants you to focus on you yeah. a bit more. And I feel like that kind of goes with my vibe at the yeah, moment. I think you do need to focus on you more. Yeah. Like, I've done that. I was alone for a long time. And I was good within myself. And I lived alone. I was single. Mm. wasn't talking to anyone. So now I think maybe that's why I'm moving on to that section of my life. But I feel like you haven't done that section of your life yet. You've always been with someone. <sighs> Hannah, so you need to focus be, uh... more on you. I know, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> I need to just find the one now and just get engaged. And be a lady of leisure. Be a lady of leisure, housewife, get married, have babies. Like, I'm ready. You're ready? I want to have little babies. I ask Frank for a baby every week. <laughs> and he calls me a psychopath every time. <laughs> oh, I want you to have a baby. I'm obviously joking. Like, obviously I'm not, like, in a place to have a baby yet. And we're not in a place to have a baby yet. We don't even bloody well live together. But... I wouldn't be mad if that period just never came. <laughs> I mean, the apple doesn't fall far. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. If you don't know what we're talking about, then go back a few episodes and listen to Penthouse Diaries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. You've topped up your rosé. Mm, yeah. The thing is, we don't have any ice now. The ice is all melted. I'm not fussy. I went to university. I'm oh, quite fussy. Back. Do you remember when we went over to over the road? For God's sake, so... I was so mean to him. Quick story time. 
we went out with some people uh, and one of my boyfriend's friends and we went back to his flat. He was like, yeah, yeah, guys, come back to my flat. It's fine. And we'll have a few drinks there. So I think we bought some beers. No, we didn't. We didn't buy any. I think he had some. Right. Okay. So we went in. I know he was like, oh, come back to mine. I've got drinks. I've yeah. Got, like, come back to mine for I've a got- beer. But Amy really showed her, her um, high maintenance side, if you will, because <laughs> we walked in and he was like, do you want a beer? And took it out. And Amy was like, it's like quite warm. No, he just took it out of a car to like the cardboard box on right. the floor. And I was like, oh, does it not been in the she fridge? Was like, she was like, why don't you just take it in the freezer for a few minutes? Because I like a cold beer. And he was, he was like, I don't have a freezer. <laughs> I was like, what? Was like, <laughs> I think by this point, Amy was fed up with the night. It was quite late. Yeah, I think I, I was ready and... to go home, but I was like, fine, I'll come with you for a bit. And then he gives me a warm beer. And I was like, um... absolutely flabbergasted <laughs> at the fact that he, one, offered her a warm beer. Didn't even and offer two... you to me, put it in my hand. I was like, what am I meant to do with this? Two, didn't have a freezer at all. She was like, I was like, how do you freeze things? <laughs> I was like, ice? How do you drink? It was just the most, like, middle-class thing she's ever done. She was like... And then she was literally like, I'm going to bed. (laughs) we live, like, over the road. She was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. (laughs) Or something. She was like, I can't do this. I've had enough. And, like, she was like, I'm going to bed. No, okay. It was so funny that does sound bad but in con- like for a bit of context like we'd been out it was very late we live when i say like he lived on the other side of the road from us like my house was just i was like i have a lovely freezer at home <laughs> i was going around for one beer and then he gave me the warm budweiser and i just thought i can't do that to budweiser i did feel really bad the next day because i was like oh god i hope I- it-, it wasn't rude but <laughs> it was quite rude but it was funny and I think he like laughed at it off. was funny like, I was I wasn't I wasn't saying it like really bitchy I was kind of laughing and being like you, you were genuine was, you had genuine disgust I genuinely was so shocked that someone couldn't have a freezer because I'm like how do you freeze like your meat how do you have ice cream how do you have ice? how do you drink it wasn't even the freezer part it was mainly the warm beer to offer you a warm beer disgrace like I think you've got that from mum though because no I do just like ice like I would like, I, I would need ice in that. Like, I'm tempted to then. get up and get some ice. Like, I just like my drinks cold. That's like mum. She likes her beer f- literally frozen. I'm not that fussy. I don't need it to be frozen. Of course, it's better cold, but I have drank some, some drinks. Especially, like, going back to the uni thing. You drank anything available. You weren't fussy. I mean, this is nice rosé, so, like, you don't need ice with it. But it's, like, sometimes... And it's not warm. It's not, like... No, but, like, sometimes if you go, like, somewhere and you get, like, rosé that's, like, not great, like, you do just need a bit of ice to, like, water it down. Obviously, if I'm paying for it. (laughs) Also, you can't drink beer warm. Like, you just can't drink beer warm. It has to be cold. Mm. Like, I do stand by that. A bottle of beer, you can't drink warm. Yeah, yeah. But I I do apologise. He doesn't actually live live there there anymore. anymore. (laughs) But we can see his flat from our flat and so like sometimes i'd be like i'm so sorry (laughs) get a freezer (laughs) we haven't done this really but we thought we might integrate in a little segment into our episodes another new segment another new segment but you guys love the segment (laughs) (laughs) so well it's a bit of a mouthful so i don't really know what we're going to call it but we kind of want to call it listeners views from the penthouse amy wants to call it that listeners views from the penthouse so basically, you're going to read out some of your guys' messages, some of your stories, some of your dilemmas, like whatever. But maybe we should think of a new name. But I quite like listeners' views from the penthouse. I don't think that we need a name unless we're going to do a whole intro. Okay, we don't need a name. Do you want to go first or shall I go first? You know I'm a bad storyteller. You go first. Really? You go first. Because okay. then if we, don't, if we run out of time, then yours is probably going to be the better one. Okay, so I think it was last week or maybe it was the week before I was telling you about my date with the guy that was on love island and how he ended up at a strip club and i went back yep, to his yep, house yep. and we had this whole night that felt yep, like yep, seven yep. nights in one a funny story about that actually that i just remembered i woke up with him on valentine's day so it was four years exactly yesterday on gabby's birthday we went out so i remember it so clearly and i obviously stayed at his that night and i woke up we woke up together on valentine's day morning and we were like happy valentine's day awkward how funny maybe that's why you've got like a valentine's curse 
do I? Not the other Valentine's card. Do I, I don't know where that came from. You've got a lovely bunch of roses. Do I have a Valentine's? I don't know what. Sorry. <laughs> Starting to sweat. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, moving on. Obviously, we were talking about like dating and dates and stuff like that. And someone wrote us in a funny date story that I thought I would read out because it cracked me up. Well, it didn't crack me up. It's kind of terrifying, actually. So I haven't heard this yet. Like, I have not read it. So this is a raw reaction. Kind of scared. Sounds windy in here. It does sound windy. Sounds like when you put your ear to a shell. (laughs) It does. And you can hear the sea. So this is from my lovely listener. And she said, this is my worst date. My friend put me on a blind date thinking we would be a good match for our similar faith-based beliefs. He wanted to take me out for breakfast. So that's what we did. And after two hours of lifeless conversation, he then decided my $7 yogurt parfait was far too much for him. So he snarked when the waitress bought the bill. I had to request two separate bills and pay for my own. I've never wanted to go home so bad. So I thought it gets worse. He wanted to then go for a stroll through the woods in the middle of a Canadian winter. (laughs) She's from Canada. Hello. (laughs) My boots filling with slush. I requested to sit when I couldn't walk any longer due to my wet socks. He looked at me and told me he wanted to know everything about me. Are you a virgin? He asked. I honestly just giggled uncomfortably and he proceeded to tell me he too had skeletons in his closet. (laughs) Followed by a story of how the devil had taken over his body and made him punch his (laughs) ex-girlfriend in the face (laughs) out of anger. (laughs) Don't mean to laugh. That's terrible. What? The devil makes you do crazy <laughs> things. Damn that devil on your shoulder. I mean, the devil made Damon and Stefan do crazy things. Oh, uh. It's been a... <laughs> Why don't you take on the, the devil. devil? Then, I really had never wanted to go home so bad in my life. <laughs> I requested he drive me home in his broken down minivan, where we then sat in a parked car for another hour discussing his religious beliefs which in no way coincided with mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I pushed to be taken home because it was now getting close to my evening work shift. When he finally drove me home, he requested to use my washroom. No, okay, pause. I would be terrified at this point. This sounds like a a murder waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, this sounds like a horror film. He just confessed that he's been taken over by the devil. (laughs) He drives a minivan (laughs) and then he will not let you go home and then he wants to come into your home no red flag (laughs) run like black flag i'd say (laughs) very dark black flag with a skull and crossbones yeah (laughs) i'd be like texting everyone like here's my location uh cruising (laughs) after being in there for some time he came out and said my toilet was broken and my washroom fan didn't work this man clogged my toilet with the most disgraceful bowel movement. <laughs> I shrugged and said, don't worry about it. I really need to get to work. Walked him out and he then tried to kiss me. Oh my God. I obviously said no and he left and I never saw him again. <laughs> poor, poor girl. Poor girl. That is terrifying. And that's the reason that we don't go on dates. I mean... It just got worse and worse. Just got worse and worse. Take him do a massive shit in my toilet and leave it in there. <laughs> I'd be like, you clogged my toilet and now you want to get with me. Also, just wait till you get home or like go to the local yeah, pub. Or like literally you're dropping me home. Weird. Shit your pants. Shit in your minivan. Like I've heard stories of people who they really need the toilet on a date, but you would never ask to go in when you're already ending the be, date. That would be my worst just nightmare. It. Feeling like I was going to shit myself and then you asking... You the whole back of the minivan. Someone to like, go into their I'd house. I'd rather shit in the back of my minivan. I'd rather shit myself. <laughs> I'd rather shit in my pants <laughs> than go into a man's house and shit in his toilet. <laughs> That's got to be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather shit, shit my pants. My pants. <laughs> Oh, girl, I mean... That is a disgrace. Did you ever go on a date again? (laughs) Yeah, are you okay? Who says that on a first date? Some people are weird. Some people are very strange. 
are you a virgin? Like, I'm assuming that because obviously they were put together because of their religious sure, beliefs. Sure, I'm assuming sure. maybe it was like a, she didn't, you know, have sex before marriage or maybe whatever. And, he was and then he was confirming like, have you had sex before marriage? And then she was kind of like a bit nervous. So maybe didn't say, want to mm. say like, no, no, I'm good. I'm fine. And then he's like, well, I've got skeletons in my closet. So he's like saying basically that he... He has completely different beliefs, so I'm, that's where my mind's going, but I could be totally wrong. I think I just wouldn't have let him in, to be honest. I'd be like, I'm so sorry, I share a bathroom with my sister, and she just texts me she's in the bath. Yeah. I'd be like, there's a pub right there. No, you just say, like, oh, I'm, like, I don't really feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't know, like, it is hard, because in the moment, like, you do Can feel you a bit like... I would never, if I was dropping someone home... Even just to go for a wee, wee. I, I just wouldn't. Not in a first But she day. clearly wanted to leave. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you so much for writing that. And that really, that really got to us. Whew. God, I know we laughed, but that... I feel bad. I know. That poor ex-girlfriend, they got punched as well by the devil. The ex-girlfriend. Wow. What a cop-out. My turn. Ugh, sorry, guys. You know how bad I am at stories. This could be very painful. Okay, so this is one in relation to when we were talking about belly buttons and belly button piercings. Mm -hmm. So, hey, lovelies. First of all, all I have to say is I'm loving the podcast. It's the best part of my week when a new episode is out. Thank you so much. Love that. Love you. Love that. Love you. Okay, so she goes. When you were chatting about belly button piercings, Amy, you mentioned that you once dated a guy with a belly button piercing fetish. I have to ask... Was it just the piercing or the actual belly button too? Do you want to answer? Oh, good question. Let's hold the response. I asked because I once dated a guy with the belly button fetish, but everyone I've spoken to about it has never heard of it before. I don't have mine pierced, but he said he preferred it that way. (laughs) (laughs) He especially liked deep innies, so a belly button piercing would be in the way. Okay. So like... It would be in the way of it being, like, he wouldn't be able to access, I'm guessing. Oh, God. Yeah. I have that type of belly button, so I passed the test. I'm guessing an innie. Thank God. The fetish involved him fingering and licking my belly button, and he also loved for me to talk dirty about it. No! (laughs) As in, like, I haven't washed this belly button in three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not literally about her dirty belly button. (laughs) But like, how would you talk dirty about a belly button? Stick it in there. Touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, because have you heard that thing where it makes you want to wee? Yeah. Like if someone fingers your belly button, it makes you want to wee. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people are very, have very sensitive belly buttons mm. and are not, don't like them being touched at all. Yeah. Gabby fainted when she had her belly button pierced because she doesn't like her belly button being touched at all. And <laughs> she got a belly button. <laughs> oh my God, she'd be fucked. She fainted. She'd be fucked if she ended up with him. It was rather a strange one, but I wondered, was your experience similar? If not, have either of you had an experience like this before with a belly button or similar fetish? I'd be fascinated to know. As I said, I've always been alone with this experience. Lots of love. I mean, that is a pretty specific fetish because people kind of ignore belly buttons i actually think this is probably a lot more common than people think because it's almost like an extra hole it is but then you would think would they like the whole like ear or like nose (laughs) that part of your stomach is kind of sexual not sexualized but like on a guy as well it's quite nice like people often like that section on a guy like the snail trail or like that little section like if your like, midriff is showing then it's kind yeah, of like, like sexy like you wear crop tops to show your like midriff like that's like it is like a sexualized part of the body so i feel like a belly button fetish mm. actually is not that strange yeah the guy that i was talking about just found belly button piercings very sexy he really liked anyone who had not anyone who had a belly button piercing but he really anyone. liked anyone dog <laughs> Dogs have belly buttons? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they do. Probably not. He liked the visual pleasure of a belly button piercing. And he sure. thought it was like quite sexy. He wasn't there fingering the belly button. No. No. Some people not. are weird about, about the touching of the belly button. Yeah. Your belly button is a reminder of the place that once connected you to your mother via the umbilical cord. Isn't that mad? Isn't that actually mad when you deep it? Like, you, you we were connected. That's how you were fed. That's crazy. When you're born, the umbilical cord is cut and you have a small piece left called the umbilical stump. 
one two weeks after birth the stump falls off that also freaks me out like because i feel like i've never seen that actually on a baby there are so many aspects of giving birth do you are so unaware of until it happens like that after you give birth the whole sack comes out after like you you just like give birth again like terrifying one to two weeks after birth the stump falls off and what remains is your belly button as a result your belly button is essentially a scar whether it's an innie or an outie depends on how your skin grows as it heals oh my god i never thought of that about it like that Mm. it's a scar because it's a cut because it's been cut and then and it does look like a scar. I think it just looks like the end of a balloon. It does look like the end <laughs> of a balloon. <laughs> I know you said that you, none of your friends have ever had it or like you, no one you've ever met have, has ever ha- like come across that fetish, but I feel like it's probably quite common. Yeah, in the general scheme of things. General. That was so, weird. <laughs> what did I just say? I don't know. In the, ge- the general consensus, in the general... Fucking hell, I can't speak. Gen pop. <laughs> gen pop in gen pop i think it's probably more common than you think yeah but i think finding people with fetishes are few and far between because not everyone is so open yes not everyone well. likes to admit like straight off the bat their little fetishes unless it's like it takes over you because like some people's fetishes like can't like that probably can't be helped like yeah. if that's what turns you on that's what turns you on yeah so i had this weird thing there was this one guy that I honestly, I wouldn't even count it as dated. Like, we went on maybe one real date. I met him kind of through Instagram because I thought he was good looking. We had mutual friends. I kind of followed him, liked his photos and stuff. He liked mine back and it was one of those. And then we were, like, DMing. And then we were like, okay, well, we'll meet up. And we kind of went on a date. First of all, he to- he lied about his age so oh my god and you know what it was only by a year he told me he was a year older than he was because i think he was two years younger than me so he told me he was a year younger than me instead Mm. ridiculous like why would you even bother yeah and then oh god it was the weirdest experience of my life he was all in all a troubled a troubled guy i would say a troubled soul anyway it was all very normal and we were kind of seeing each other whatever for like a couple of weeks and i just see him and we didn't go on a d- we didn't go on dates it was more just like you know just like friends with bands or whatever my like my love island guy like love island man then he started going a bit weird so like he basically told me that he wanted me to be with other guys but then oh God, i don't even know how it came about so i think i was like out on a night out or something and he was like are you gonna bring any guys home with you tonight and i was like no and he was like um kind of encouraging me to do that mm. he said i would like it if you did that L- like let me know when he leaves and i'll come over kind of thing i don't really know how to put this we ended it because he was an asshole to me and that's a different story but whatever it's kind of relevant to the fetish thing but after we'd stopped and I was like, I don't want to see you again. Like, you were really rude to me and all this. He would text me after he'd seen, like, my story of me being out. And he'd be like, oh, have you been with anyone tonight? Please, please, please let me come over. Do, don't shower. I don't <gasps> want you to shower. Did he come in you? I want to eat you out. All that, like, please don't shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, all this stuff. I'm shocked. So sorry, Joe. So sorry. Pure shock. So sorry, Mum. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about Mum. I mean, not my not my taste at all. Like, I'm not that sort of person. It was like a fetish of his that he, that's what he yeah. liked. And I mean, no judgment to anyone, but it was like he was like really forced. And I was like, I I was like not replying. Like we had we weren't dating yeah. anymore. It was just like grossing me out, if mm. anything. And I was like, just leave me alone. That's kind of the only time I've come into contact with. I guess you would call it a fetish. I feel like that again is quite common. Like I hear this quite a lot about guys, mainly guys, not really girls, liking it when you like sleep with another man or do something with someone else because it makes them like kind of jealous and kind of like turns them on because they're like oh now I want her I want to show her I'm more of a man and I'm more dominant I don't know I feel like it's actually quite common as in Mm. like it's quite common like 
we're not coming across it all the time but actually I feel like people probably do like it but don't admit it as we were saying but I mean overall he was a weird guy because he was very rude to me and everything like that lied about his age and Mm. it's not to my taste so I would have always found it weird but the way he went about it was just like you're a creep yeah but has had he have like been your boyfriend for a while and then had said to you look I would be upset (laughs) if my boyfriend said that to me what he wanted you to get with other guys yeah yeah some people would love that like some women would be like great not for me I can't no it wouldn't be for me either but I guess what I mean is like if if you guys had been together and then he had said to you look like actually you know after you've been with someone for a little bit and you think like oh what can we do to like you know spice things up or and he had said oh like maybe if you like went out and like got with someone and then told me about it and then I came around after as if I was like angry and like that would be quite sexy but then obviously I wouldn't be angry at you but then but yeah fair like this wasn't it wasn't like that yeah at all. like and I barely knew him and it just kind exactly. of freaked me out and I was a lot younger I think I was like 22 yeah I mean that would freak me out <laughs> weird weird all very weird one of my exes liked sucking my toes <laughs> which I think again is quite common I wouldn't say that's quite common. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the only one person I've ever been with that really liked a good toe suck. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't personally think you have nice feet, but I know that you think you have nice feet. Honestly, it actually really annoys me when you say things like that, because how do I not have nice feet? I have like the nicest, tiniest little petite I little have feet. a vendetta against your feet. I just don't know what you have. So Why you've got such put them all up in my, my grill. Feet. Like you used to nestle them behind me and I sat on the sofa and I could feel like your toes wriggling and I just... I just have a weird trauma with your feet now. I think I have nice feet, so, you know, put them in your mouth if you want. On that note, we're going to call it a day for this week's episode. We're going to call it a day? We're going to call it a week. We're going to call it a fucking wrap. <laughs> That's what we are, a Hando's wrap. Hando's wrap, and we are actually going to have Nando's wraps for dinner, I think. Are we? I think so. <gasps> How exciting. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We've loved having you at the penthouse today. Please pop by again. Maybe next week. Maybe next Tuesday if you fancy it. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody well hope so. Bloody well hope so. If you have a similar dilemma, question or story or anything like that, then you can email us it's just contact at from the penthouse.co.uk or you can slide into our dms on instagram at from the penthouse we're also over on tiktok and we are obviously over on youtube with our full episodes so if you want to see us in person you want to watch rather than listen then that's over there don't forget to give us a five star rating wherever you listen to your podcast if you did enjoy maybe a review subscribe on youtube thumbs up you know the drill everything all that good stuff yeah and we're gonna love you and leave you Cheers. Cheers. Happy Galentines. Happy Galentines. We will see see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.